What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, baby. Oh, my love. Are you uh, ready to talk about some sex? Yes, please. Let's do it. Uh, I just sent you something on Instagram. I want you to check it out. It's my new favorite thing. You want me to check it right now? Yep. Uh, <clears throat> it's an Instagram message. Uh, <clears throat> this was this was sent to me by someone, and uh, they were like, "Can you talk about this on Turn Me On sometime?" Okay, I'm and gonna open it now. It's uh, I think what. Mm-hmm. Explain to people what you're seeing right now. Well, I'm seeing... I haven't updated my phone in a while, but so I, I'm seeing... You hit play, right? Did you open it up? Oh, I, I didn't hit play yet. Oh, yeah. No, open it up and play it. It's a video. I'm watching a girl in a thong tweaking into a cake. Yeah. Tweaking her butt and now rubbing the twerking, cake. Twerking. Twerking, not tweaking. Oh, you just You just dated yourself big time there. Uh, twerking. <laughs> oh, uh, it looks like she's covered in baby poop. 
I'm oh. not going to lie. No, it's cake. I mean, yeah, there, yeah. what kind of cake is once that? It gets green, cake, yeah. Once it gets green and she starts rubbing it yeah. in. And I guess then, so. Yeah, it's kind of nasty. Yeah. That color. Well, so it's uh, her name oh. is Di Lindsay. D-Y-E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Di Lindsay is her uh, Instagram. Uh, I believe she's a stripper, um, but she does her her thing is sex work, artwork, and um, so this like cake twerking stuff. There's like quite a few. There's a bunch of shots of her uh, just basically just like covering her um, very nice ass. You like that ass? It's a it's a I mean it's a pretty voluptuous booty. Um, she's got a very big, very nice butt, and she just covers it in cake. And uh, I, I, I was like, surprisingly really into it. Okay. <laughs> like there's a, this photo set here. There's a photo set here uh, and it's posted on September 18th and it's just her sitting on cake, just a mess of pink icing down around her butt. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love, uh, cake I twerking. love that the like, you know. Halfway down her page, uh, the, the like a little scroll downwards is just a photo of her as a little girl hanging onto a pole, <laughs> and she says one of the first poles she's ever danced on. Yeah, definitely not the last. No, definitely 100%. not the last. Oh, and then she's got a cake in the fridge. Yeah, no body parts in it though. So she's super in. She's bit like she's big on the cake stuff. There's another one here where she's just sitting on a cake. Oh but, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know it, the. I've been, I've been, you know, you know how like, I don't know if you're like this. Actually, this is a good question. Did, when you were growing up, did you have like, you know how guys are like, I'm an ass man. Like I like ass or I'm really into tits or whatever. Did you, do girls have that? Do, do you or your girlfriends ever have that when you're growing up? Yeah, but it's like, oh, like, oh, I, the first thing I notice is, well, I, I mean, I'm only speaking for myself, but like. The first thing I notice is eyes, or the first thing I notice is smile. Like I told you, I only swiped right on people who were smiling in their first Tinder photo. Made me um, change up my Tinder photos. That's right. Yeah. I, uh, and it worked when you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, well, anyway, um, now I would totally swipe right on like a truck. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, who's, why are you putting that as your photo? Um <laughs> Uh, but like, I guess there are girls that like asses. Right. I don't really, that's never been my thing. Yeah. I'm like, are you graceful? Can you move well? Um, are you like, can you dance? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, but even like regular, like I'm like a little clumsy is okay. But, but I kind of like, I like someone who moves gracefully through space. Like if you move around like Brian Regan, it's a little... Little Brian Regan, the stand-up comedian. Oh, is he stomps around? Like he's a, just a little bit like gangly and uh, yeah. and a bit awkward in his movements. I, you know what? I don't really have a type in terms of like gangly or a little heavier or shorter or taller. Um, I mean, I tend to not. I tend. It's like the path of least resistance. So I really only notice people if they're about the same height as me because I don't look up, right? Or and I don't really look down. So, you know, I. Eyes, I guess. Interesting, because my eyes are not remarkable by any means. They're very like you have nice eyebrows. I do have some nice bushy little eyebrows. Yeah, your eyebrows are are remarkable. Yeah, Yeah, as long as I keep them in check, you know, I got to get them trimmed every once in a while. Yeah, but uh, other than that, they're 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 all right. You got a good smile. Yeah, I think I smile with my eyes. You smile. 
I smise. You're smising right now. I'm smising right now. Not attractive. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, I... I I mean, with you, it was your abs, for sure. Yeah, well, they're all tore up now. Yeah, that's okay. They're all mashed up now. That's all right. It's still a rock hard body. Hey, Big B. Um, When I I was growing up, I was really into boobs a lot. Mm -hmm. Really love boobs. But you don't have boobs. Like, you have, you have, like, smaller boobs. But I was really into you anyway. Yeah. You know? I think... But I was a big uh, boob guy. But now, I've been looking at bums a lot. Okay. I've been really, like, like gravitationally zooming in on butts. Like, can't take your eyes off a butt? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, I've hung out with a few uh, guys in my recent past who are just like any person that walks by eyes are on the eyes are on the ass on the butt yeah. yeah well now now a butt covered in cake i think is my new thing unless the butt is covered in cake i'm not really gonna see it okay um, i'm gonna tell you one thing is uh we have you know we've discussed in our open relationship you know how we feel about washing the sheets after sex hey if you whoa 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 hey, and hey. becca have been doing cake play in the bed <laughs> and that's what's going on there i'm gonna need that's not to what's going on okay, that policy listen, because listen 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 after i washed the duvet Fuck cover sakes. yesterday i was like okay i think the so- policy is changing uh, sorry becca uh no that's not what happened okay we yes okay we did have sex mm-hmm. on top of the sheets right but I had no idea. I didn't notice that. Yeah. But it if was, you make the bed, yeah, you'll notice that. I things. would have made. I would have noticed it if I make the bed. But what's funny is Becca made the bed. Ah. So, Becca, mm, I made the bed. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because oh, usually Becca makes the bed before we leave the house. No, no, no. I made the bed. That's that's when I was <sighs> like, this needs to be cleaned. Yeah, I know. It's because it. it, it well, we don't have to get into the details, but yep. basically, it was. It was not your like typical, hey, we're in bed under the covers, let's bang kind of thing. Yeah. We we were mixing some well, stuff I up. I mean, you don't have to tell me about that because honestly, um, Todd <clears throat> doesn't have a duvet cover on his duvet. So it's like, oh. we, uh, we got to do something about Oof, this situation. That, that's nasty. Yeah. I mean, you can't see, you can't tell, but like you yeah. can tell. You, know, you can tell. You can like feel it. Yeah. You know, like, and like smell it also with me having like i'll have my period and then i have like bv so i'm like putting boric acid or like probiotics up there and they gotta come out so i'm like dude your sheets are a disaster plus they're all covered in dog hair blood covered boric acid there was blood on the wall the other day oh what the fuck what Yeah. yeah from having sex on my period oh oh god (laughs) jesus yeah What's he pulling his dick out and just swinging it around <laughs> trying to like have a sword fight with your face? He's trying to lasso me. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah he pulls out and does the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a man's favorite move. I, I know you do it in private. Do it all the time. I do it in the shower. I do it in front of the mirror. You just see if you still got it. I, I just go, can I get it to go full clockwise spinning or, you know, cause like if you try sometimes like slapping off your belly and your leg and your thigh and your belly button, but I'm like. I got the like gyration down. Good. Oh, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, it, like pushes the blood flow to your 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 helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if we could fly like that? <laughs> that just would lay be... down and <laughs> be like be getting nagged, and all of a sudden you just like float away. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What else? This what again. else do we want to talk about? 
But uh, what are your thoughts though on this on this uh, cake twerking shit? I think if you're into it, then you should do it to your heart's content. I mean, yeah. I am okay. looking at her butt in the cake, and it looks fantastic. You're right. It's a nice butt, right? Um, yeah, the cake doesn't really do it for me, but. And maybe I, something else would. I don't know. Like, I've never, um, I've never been into food play or anything like that. I don't know what it is. I think it's just like a mess. That's what it is. I've I think never it's just liked the mess cake. on a butt. I like cookies. So what if she was like? What if she was twerking? If she was hard, like coming down, crunching down some on some like chocolate chip cookies, like no. But if she had some chocolate chip cookies and she was crumbling them over her breasts, Ooh. I might like that. Because yeah. I, if in terms of a woman's body, I'm definitely more of um, a breast. Are you enthusiast? Really? Yeah. Interesting. What kind of breasts are you drawn to? Um, a little bit bigger than mine. Right. A little bit. Uh, like Becca's Becca's size. I haven't seen her breasts. Really. Here's the thing. I'm not very observant about um, other <laughs> much uh, things. So, like, if you have a shirt on, yeah, right. I don't see your breasts. Oh my god, Brady! I wish I could go through the world with your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a it's like it's it's not. I'm not trying. Mm-hmm. I'm not even trying. Yeah. Sometimes I'll catch myself uh, at being caught looking, and I'll go fuck. Oh fuck! They think I'm. Oh god damn it. Now they now they think I'm this like certain way. But I'm I can imagine that's very hard for you because I not. also get caught looking at boobs a lot and I'm mm. like well, I I kind of try to own it usually. Sometimes I'm I'm like, "Oh, I'm looking at your necklace. That's a really nice necklace you have." But probably if your cleavage is out and there's like 4 inches of it, then I'm looking at that. What what are the best breasts you've ever seen i honestly i can't answer that question you don't know i like mine i'm I actually like yours, yeah. I, i'm i'm pretty uh, you just said that i don't have any um, no i didn't mean it like small. that you have you have smaller okay in comparison to a lot of people you have smaller breasts mm-hmm. in comparison to a lot of people you probably have large breasts mm-hmm. but, but like perky. you're middle of the road like what are you you're like a, a 32b um like a 34c None of those numbers or letters mean anything to me. Yeah. I just threw out something. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, You're so, a C cup? Yeah. Well, the cup is like the width from from side to the side. Right. So mine are not narrow. If they were narrow, they'd be like A's and Jeez, B's. Becca and must have like a, triple B, E's. C. She's got wide ones. She's got some, yeah, she's got they, some big old boobies. They, they come out from the armpits. Yeah, yeah. She's got like, yeah, like, you know, like that crazy, like side boob, under boob mm-hmm. kind of thing. Definitely yeah. got that going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then the uh, 34 number is like the size. The, 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 way, way, the chest. The your bust. dimension. Your like, bust. Or not the dimension, the um, diameter. Yeah, yeah, your bust. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, okay, that was fun. Um, but looking at this girl, um, it's funny looking at her earlier when I was reading this question from a listener, I was thinking about, um, someone dressed similarly to this woman, Mm -hmm. but cleaning the house. Oh yeah. I know you're talking about, I know what you're about to say. Um, 
like on your hands and knees cleaning a house in a thong. Yeah. There's actually a couple photos like that she's got. She's She's got a... A penchant for being on her hands and knees in a lot of these photos. What does that mean? Uh, isn't penchant. it like p- penchant? Isn't it like penchant like a? She likes it. Uh, no, like a like a specialty. I don't know. What is, did I use that word wrong? I use words without knowing what they are. But I think I have to applaud you on that because I think you do discover a strong or habitual liking for something. She has a strong and habitual liking for being on her hands and knees. Yeah. Is what I was saying. Yeah. And that's not a pejorative thing. I don't mean like uh, she's a big old slut and she's on her hands and knees all the time. I mean, uh, she's literally taking photos with her on her hands and knees. All the time. Uh, quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. So this question. Um, so this is a brain boner? This is a brain boner. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say her name. She didn't say I couldn't, but I am going to say her last name because it's boner. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very fitting. Thank, thank you. Sorry to everybody out there with the last name Boner, and you don't want anyone to know that you wrote into us. Okay, it's probably Bonar, Bonair, bon, Bonar, Bonner, <laughs> Bonair, Bonair, like the um, B O N A I R. No, there's Bonair. no I. It's Bo. It's B O N A R. That's Bonar. <laughs> God, I got a raging Bonar. <laughs> Is that, is that how is that how they say boner in English? I have a boner. 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 <laughs> oh, Tell God. me about your asshole. Your asshole. Asshole. <laughs> Who? Sh- show me your asshole. Chuck it in my asshole. <laughs> okay. Stick cake upside your asshole. Upside. I don't think anyone says that in... Well, maybe, actually. We have, if your English isn't your first language. Upside. All right. What did Miss Boner say? Hi, Turn Me On podcast. I'm hoping for a little bit of feedback. I'm a rather broke young adult, and unfortunately, I cannot use the excuse of being a student anymore in regards to my lack of finances. My day, my day job is a housekeeper, and my dream is to become an exotic housekeeper. Oh, man. Wait. Can we say this? Because we just said her name is Boner. And she's a housekeeper. If there's any housekeepers with the last name Boner, we just outed them. She didn't say don't use my name. All right, cool. Ho- hopefully you don't mind there, Miss Boner. Miss Boner wants to clean homes in lingerie as a way to make butt loads of money. Ooh. Obviously, she says, I'll have to be picky about my clientele and have ground rules of no touching. Mm-hmm. Is this a stupid idea? It would be a form of sex work, I suppose, and I do not want to put myself in danger. Help. Dreams of rolling in dough. I love that idea for one. I feel like uh, I feel like definitely for sure there's a clientele out there that like easily you could find clientele and be like, yeah, they they're down for you know to watch you clean the house in like a real sexy little maid outfit. It might not even be about watching you. It's just like knowing. Oh, I'd be watching. You're there. Yeah, I'd be watching. Right, but that's me. But you also aren't going to be hiring a exotic housekeeper. How do you know? Well, I I don't like to clean the house. We share a bank account, so we do. Um, But yeah, I think that the the so I applied to one of these ads one time. Oh, like a house cleaning one? Uh huh. Okay. And uh, I think he was looking for a man. Which is why I probably didn't get the job. Why didn't you forward it to me? Uh, this was Fuck. years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I I, uh, I think the key with any sort of 
like sex work is make sure someone knows where you are all the time. All times. Yeah. Um, usually like when you show up for your gig, you make a phone call, a safety phone call and say like, I'm here. I'm going to, I'm going to start working now. And like you have check-in phone calls. Like if you don't hear from me in like 30 minutes or you don't Mm -hmm. hear from me an hour, blah, blah, blah. I think having like very strict boundaries beforehand laid out like over the phone Mm -hmm. um, where you're like, you know, this is what I do. Be really matter of fact about it um, so that when you go into the situation, it's not like you don't have to walk that line of like being stern and listing the rules and then getting into the actual job where you can just show up and you just go right into it and you're right. playing the rule the whole time. Yeah, it's time. like, a, it's like you're, something your agent would do, you know, yeah. like they lay it out all out before. So when you show up, everything's the good guy and everything goes smooth. Yeah. And also to, to sometimes um, I know that sex workers can ask for references from other sex workers. So if someone, if you're applying to an ad. So like vetting a dude, basically? Vet a dude, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, or vet a woman. Or a woman, yeah. Whoever's or looking for anyone. Them. Yeah. Uh, so that would be my thoughts on it. Big B. Well, Big B, you just, uh, you're about to, there we go. All right. Get yourself settled. So the problem with having a 120 pound dog in a small recording studio. He just fucking gets tangled up and everything. I, I, I commend, um, our friend Boner. Um, I think that's really fantastic. I, there's this, I feel like there's this, um, new surge of young millennials that are kind of taking the, taking the sort of seeking arrangements type of, work into their hands and entrepreneurs we're an entrepreneurial we uh, are yeah we are an entrepreneurial group for sure 100 percent. and uh Brecka was just telling me recently about someone she knows who had a seeking arrangement state with a gentleman who wanted his balls kicked repetitively and a foot shoved right down his throat and she made 600 bucks wow then i think for an hour an hour's work a ball kicking yeah just kicking the shit out of his balls well, you know, wow. I wonder, I wonder if that was like a, like a, again, so coming back to your little thing of like placing the expectations up front, if that was it, or if it was like, I want you to come stick your foot in my mouth. And then while she's in it, he's like, can you also kick me in the balls? Is that a, you know? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Speaking of feet, babe. Oh yeah. Little update. Jeremy's sex work update. I wish I was. I wish we had someone like Donovan, who does our sound for Sick Boy doing sound for Turn Me On, because that would have sounded really cool. <laughs> um, uh, update is uh, it's going ahead. I've start. I I passed on my PayPal link. If anybody else would like my PayPal link and shots of my feet, let me know. I'm getting into the work of selling my feet, my my videos of my feet. He sent me the the guidelines. He wants uh, four minutes. Uh, $40. I'm giving them, I'm giving them the newbies rate. I'm going to jack this rate up if anybody else asks, just so we're fucking clear. And what he wants is, um, for the first three minutes, shots of my own POV, moving, wiggling my toes and playing with my feet with my hands. And for the last minute, he wants a shot of my big toe from every possible angle. Now I've been growing my toenails out. Uh, actually, I'll get like your I'll get your opinion here. How long, long do you think toenails? that is? Yeah, he's big on long toenails, and I told him I can only go so long because I'm a yoga teacher. 
What do you think? How long do you think that is? Yeah, those are about to curl back into your own feet. That's so. fucking long, right? Yeah, I know. Long. Okay, so, so. Uh, Painted I'm gonna, toenails? or No, but I'm going to ask him about that later and maybe, you know, sweeten the deal. And be like, I'll make another one for you and I'll paint my toes and charge an extra $582. I wonder if you would like, if what if you had a baster and some, like, Man, you didn't say anything about, like, lube or oil, none of that stuff. You just want to see me touch my feet. And wiggle my toes, and then I can't shots from every angle. Masturbating to that. Well, you know, some people do. Some people want to masturbate to women slamming their booty down on a big old juicy cake. Yeah, I know. I know a little something about that. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and uh, by next week I'll I'll be able to update you all on how it went, and if our our little uh, our little toe lover enjoyed it. And uh, we'll go maybe later. I'd be into someone like lathering a cake into like their chest hair or their armpits or something. Oh, oh, the armpits. Yeah. Oh. Well, I have a thing about you do armpits. Yeah. I really if I'm into somebody this. Do you want to lick them? Melt. I have. Yeah. Yep. I feel like it gets stoned when I stick my nose okay. in an armpit that I like. Yeah. It just is like. Like, my whole body floods with endorphins. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, I just... Right now, I'm picturing, like, upper arm bones. Like, my hand... Like, my hands on someone's up, upper arms. Their arms are over their head. And I'm just, like... I'm just you're looking going, at... That's pretty... Uh, that's pretty much what I sound like. Yeah. yeah. And then I just mush my face um into it as far as i can get in there and then i pull the arm down over my head and i hit myself in the back of the head with the arm and try to get my face deeper into the armpit it's kind of like if you visualize the way no, a nutcracker you don't. works stop it you I'm don't do that you don't actually do that <laughs> well if i i can't right now because i have a stiff neck because i was doing it the yeah, other day yeah. <laughs> But, but like, I just grab whatever blunt object I can find <laughs> and I start bashing my head deeper into it. It helps the- if there's a third person that can, like, <laughs> sh- like shove my. Basically, I want to suffocate in there. That's the only reason I want to have threesomes is because I want that third person to just leverage uh, someone's face into my armpits. See, you like it too. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm super into it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's throw it to this week's episode. Uh, it's a great one. I don't quite know which one it is. <laughs> Definitely a good one, though. Yeah, we hope you like it. Oh, and hey, um, our song there that usually leads us into um, uh, our our interviews, it's a Rich O'Coin song. And uh, if you're not familiar with Rich O'Coin, uh, <laughs> do yourself a fucking favor and go get his discography because all of his music is just such, such like powerful, fun, dancey inspiration. Yeah. Is how I'd say to describe it. But... Talking to Rich last night, and uh, he emailed me and sent me an unreleased track from his upcoming album. I won't say the name of it just in case it changes or something, but um, holy fuck, what a sweet song. Is that the name of the song? Yes. The album is called (laughs) Holy Fuck, What a Sweet Song. Uh No, it's an amazing song. I've jammed it like 10 times over the last 24 hours. I love it. So, Rich, if you're listening... I cannot wait to hear the rest of that album, and uh, and I feel like our listeners are horny yeah, for more music. rich. Yeah, I uh, hope you love this week's episode. We love you all so much, and talk I'll to see you soon you on the other side.
Yeah, and the photos are amazing. Her social media game is very much on point. Do you follow T on Instagram, Brady? Yeah, I do. Um, I haven't scrolled through my Instagram in a while, though. Kind of just use it to creep on people. It's my <laughs> go-to. Yeah. I'm on Instagram every waking second. Yeah. It's become my new, like, I don't know, my new love. I was thinking about that when you were when we were practicing in yoga class the other day. I was like, I bet this is the longest Jeremy's gone awake without checking his phone. Okay, Aside from no. teaching. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aside no, from no, teaching. no, 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 no. I go times. An hour at a time? Uh, yeah, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Without, without having your hand on your phone? What's funny is... No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I just had to upgrade my data usage Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Which I use what? a lot. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> this is as if this is like the fucking part of the conversation right now. Uh, I, w- I went to Eastlink, and I'm going to say it right here on the podcast. I'm going to put it out to the public. Eastlink sucks. Yeah. Dude, I'm paying... Through the nose. Through the nose for two grams... Or two grams. <laughs> Well, too many drugs in the last couple of days. Two gigs of data, and I just had to upgrade to four gigs of data, and I'm paying too much. I think. Yeah, you are. But I fucked myself because I just I just started paying for a brand new iPhone eight. That's ridiculous. And so now I'm fucked. So I got I'm I'm stuck with Eastlink for a bit, and I was hoping they'd give me like a little deal, but they're not giving me a deal. No, not at all. No, I'm a little bummed out. Maybe did you try sexual favors? <laughs> uh, I was on the phone with a, a very wonderful, lovely little lady, and I tried to be very charming, and she did not <laughs> give me a deal. No, I got fucked. So, but I got four four uh, uh, gigs of data now per month because I was blasting through two like that yeah i was going real quick which is crazy because you're always somewhere with wireless it's true but i'm also like when i'm somewhere not with wireless i want to like put a little thing up of what i'm doing or like take a picture of uh my junk and send it to (laughs) some like one of my unexpecting buddies who don't realize that i'm sending them a picture of my balls (laughs) And that's got to either A, come to an end or buy more data so I can keep doing it. How much memory do you have on your phone? How many dick pics do you have on there? Oh, my phone is just pure smut. I can't, I can't go through my phone. Oh, no. It's just a lot of smut. Opening those things up in public places. It's hard. My friend actually opened her phone at the library and the librarian was looking at the little barcode for her to find a book. Yeah, and she scrolled to like the back next picture, and it was a bunch of nudes of her, and she has like tons. Like she is like my best friend, and it's hilarious. We my phone's yeah, and that's the thing. My phone's full of nudes of me, nudes of <laughs> a fuckload nudes of Becca. Yeah, a whole <laughs> bunch of the turn me on Sunday Monday pics because oh, yeah. I'm the one who uploads them. So it's just like, it's just pure smut. Yeah. It's it's horrible. I bet that's what a lot of people's phones look like. <coughs> yeah. Probably, I would say. A lot of butts, a lot of dogs. A lot of, eats either butts, dogs, or dicks. That's the... Uh, <laughs> 
I do not save the dick pics. Those get deleted. I don't save those and like frame those and put them up in your room. I just posted a picture today actually on Instagram that was like, you'd get so much more luck if you slid into my DMs with dog pics versus dick pics. Versus teeth. And I've gotten so many dog pics today. It's been great. That's really funny. Well, why this all came up, and I hope it's okay that I bring this up, and if it's Mm -hmm. not, just let me know, but why this all sort of... Uh, appeared in this conversation right now how we ended up here was I was you arrived here to the house and I was going I know I know who this is how the fuck do I know Laura oh are we using your name yeah that's good. okay great perfect. I don't know if people will recognize my weird voice but I'm assuming some people will. tend yeah. to like to use aliases but I'm like how do I know this girl and then I realized I know you from your Instagram because and like I'm not even what's so funny is I'm not interested I'm not drawn to watching videos of people smoke weed mm-hmm. but there's something about your stories and posts that you make of you smoking weed that I'm like enthralled and just watching it and I have no idea what it is it's like it's not sexual there's nothing like mm-hmm. special about it otherwise other than you taking like massive fucking rips off a bong and some like EDM playing in the background. (laughs) And there's something about it. That's what, and I don't mean this in a pejorative way, but it's so weird because when I'm watching it in my head, I'm going, if I'm interested in watching this just because it's up here, there must be a fuckload of people who are super into watching this for a plethora of other reasons. Is that very, the case? Very, very true. Yeah? Do you yeah. have fans? I have pe- Like I said, I have people that message me and actually ask me to post more, which the whole reason I started posting it was to be more pro, like, cannabis, especially in my lifestyle and stuff. Like, it really saved my life. I had bad anxiety. I got through a lot of depression when I got sick. And weed really helped me with that when a lot of medications just didn't work for me. And different things. I have a very addictive personality, so I am not the type that can take a medication every now and again. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really interested in that. And yeah. weed has helped so much. How it doesn't you- really get me like head high like a lot of people talk about. It just helps with my anxiety and makes me feel kind of brings you like a normal person before I got sick. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess. And now that I'm not as sick anymore, I don't need it. Like, right. I still smoke sometimes, but I'm not constantly being like oh i need to smoke a bowl because i feel like i'm gonna puke my guts up right right i've never found weed to help with nausea at all it makes me if i feel like oh i'm hungover or like i'm in a little bit of pain Mm -hmm. if i smoke weed i'm just going downhill from there really yeah Yeah. i mean like when you're drinking i feel like it kind of ups the nausea potential for sure. Yeah, I've definitely puked immediately. After yeah, being that, very to me that makes sense. Yeah. But I, but in terms of nausea from um, outside sources that don't have anything to do with alcohol, uh, I'd be curious to know if that is the case. Like, it, say you get cancer tomorrow, Bridie. Let's pray you don't. Yeah, that would be horrible. I might. It'd be great I mean, for Sick Boy. The... It'd be great. It'd be a great episode for the podcast. <laughs> and uh, maybe Sick Boy documentary part two. I was going to say yeah. sequel. Uh, but. If you got cancer more and you started doing cancer treatments and that shit was making you nauseous. Nauseated. I would be curious to see if if THC would quell that. Yeah. You know? Maybe. Maybe. And maybe not. I mean, it's it's probably not for everyone. It's like, I know some people that just can't do 
Gravol or, you know, can't do Benadryl for, right. you know, itchiness or whatever. That's very true. We are, <laughs> Weed is definitely not for everybody and it's for different things. But even from a recreational standpoint, I can be an advocate for it because I don't drink anymore. Yeah. So drinking just like messed up my liver and I just get very sick when I drink now. Yeah. I don't know if it's from my gallbladder or what, but... So yeah, I just avoid you, alcohol altogether. So I still go dancing and stuff and I have fun, but everyone assumes that I'm loaded. Right. right. I'm just like, no, I just no, smoked not. a giant. Like, that's all. You just recently had your gallbladder removed, right? Like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. So I had mine removed yeah. about a month and a half ago. And are you, have you, so drinking, like you drinking is out of the question now because of that? Yeah. At first I just thought it was like the gluten thing from my celiac and I would try like a gluten-free beer and I have one and violently puking my guts up. Whoa. Like thought I was going to call an ambulance on myself. Whoa, like whoa, whoa. felt so sick from one gluten-free beer. Holy yeah. shit. I'm a lightweight, but I'm not that bad. Do you think you're <laughs> allergic to alcohol? Uh, maybe. It just doesn't Ooh. agree with me. And honestly, all the health side effects from drinking too. And I have just as much fun when I'm not drunk. Yeah. So, yeah, you can do it anyway. I avoid the hangover. I get sick anyway. So. I just You're- had my gallbladder removed, and I'm very happy to say that I can still drink as much, if not more, than I could before <laughs> I got my gallbladder removed. And I would be super sad if it wasn't the case, because I, I do have a very strong love for the the art of alcohol. I crave it now. Like yeah. now that I can't have gluten especially, I crave beer. Like I wanna go out to different bars and stuff and I can't. But. Well you just you got that, you know yeah. you just smoke that dab and no. get fucked up. Yeah. And we're dancing to fucking whatever in the background. <laughs> and there you go. I'm good. So you're twenty five. How long yeah. has it been like how long have you been sick? I started throwing up randomly like three years ago. Okay. About three years ago. And doctors did a bunch of tests, whatever, told me I was normal. I was like, hey, I'm just anxious or something. Like, that's fine. Like, and then finally I saw another specialist because they're like, this has gone a little too far. And she diagnosed me with celiac last year. Okay. And I thought that was like the end. Like, I stopped eating all the good stuff. I don't have bread or beer. And like throwing up out of nowhere. Like, yeah. like you're like just, just randomly walking just, down the street and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Blah. Like I became a very casual puker. Oh, wow. Just walked down the street and just like, one second, puke, Gotta keep puke. walking. Yeah, yeah. And it was a lot when I was oh. drinking or different things like that. So I was like, okay, like I just can't drink. I'll have four beer and I'm loaded. Right. You and I always puke. Since yeah. I started drinking, I puke when I'm drinking every single time. And so you get you end up you end up finding out that you're celiac. Yeah, last year. And then you end up. What's the deal with the gallbladder being removed? So I got diagnosed with biliary dyskinesia. Jesus Christ! Uh, what? It's a big fucking word. Biliaria like, biliaria dyskinesia. Biliary dyskinesia. Biliary dyskinesia. Yeah. It's a weird word, but it basically means I have a lazy gallbladder, so it just didn't want to like push out the juices like it's supposed to the bile yes the bile so it just kind of hung out there and doesn't break down fat yeah and i don't really eat a lot of fatty foods anyways so but for the last year i was actually so sick i just drank smoothies and ate spaghetti so here's a question you get your shit removed Mm -hmm. would you say like two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah and i feel fucking great okay puked in a week all right that's good like how has uh before surgery Mm -hmm. like let's say you know Two months before and up to, 
what's like what's your sexual life looking like in the that period of time like how sexually active are you uh, on a no. day-to-day basis like i am a very sexually active person and it needs to be a big part of my life so i never let being sick get in the way so now that i have surgery i had to like stop for two weeks and it's terrible yeah right like it hurts so bad i actually listened to one of the episodes that you put out about how you were like had to relax your abdominal muscles or whatever yeah because we, I mean, so we basically, we didn't have the same surgery, but we had a very similar yeah. surgery. You had laparoscopic removal of your gallbladder. I had laparoscopic removal of most of my large intestine and my gallbladder. Mm-hmm. It all came out of the same spot, just the belly same button. Hole. That's convenient. The belly button hole, I know. But it definitely changed mm-hmm. sex for me. Mm-hmm. Like my, my, the way that I approached sex had, it definitely, everything had to go much slower. Everything had to be much more like gentle and and uh it was very exhausting all that kind of stuff i'm wondering if you had a a similar sort of like approach to the way that you had to come up come about it i probably should have <laughs> i didn't want to i like <laughs> i tried i tried my very best to like not and like hold back but and it just didn't go well right. as soon as i came instant pain like oh. wanted to cry when hurts. you came hurt so bad oh so i didn't try like intercourse first i just tried letting like my guy go down on me like the guy that i was with and it hurt so bad after that i was like okay i probably shouldn't have sex like i'll be good i'll stay away and then the next time i was like no i like it. i want i want to fuck it's been too long and i did and it hurt way too bad so how long ago was that like that was probably like surgery was technically two and a half weeks ago. Okay. So that was probably a week and a half ago. You're still in the thick of it. That I tried. Yeah. And I try to what think I'm if- better than I am because I right. feel so good. So I'm like, yeah, you can be rough with me. Like, and no. Do you masturbate mm-hmm. at all? I tried. I can't get myself off. It hurts. It, so. It, it hurts so bad that it's like my body's just like, no, I won't let you. You mean post-surgery it, it hurts or yeah. it hasn't always? Oh no. Like no. just since surgery before okay. that all about getting yourself off. I have a very you could do it no problem. It. No problem, yeah. Interesting. I wonder what that is because like, I, so I mean to throw it back to when I was going, I'm, I am I feel like I'm fully recovered now. Like it's been like eight or nine weeks. Like I would I'm hope feeling so. Pretty, yeah. Like I should be recovered. And it's, it's, been, <laughs> it's been a while now. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. Um, but when I would first, when I was the first, I remember the first time I came, I had this really weird um, abdominal pain afterwards that would last for, I don't know, whatever, like maybe a few hours. But the pain, I, I would describe the pain as like, if you've ever worked out where you've, you've gone to do like your maximum amount of reps to like exhaust yourself, that kind of pain where your muscular system has just gone, I'm depleted. I cannot, I cannot handle an, a, a single second more of activation. That's the kind of pain that I would feel in my like low abdomen. But like I wasn't getting any cock pain or like ball pain or anything like that. So like when you describe the fact that you have an orgasm and it's painful. Uh, it's not my vagina. It's in your. It's my belly. Yeah. It's in your abdomen. Like I have okay. to try to relax my stomach. Like I'm doing deep breathing. I'm getting all distracted from like what's going on because I'm trying to relax my stomach so mm. much that it's harder for me to get off. So especially when it's myself. 
It's like near impossible. It's near impossible, mm-hmm. which is very annoying. Right. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, let's take it back. Let's go back to, uh, how old are you? 25? 25. Okay. Let's go back to like, what, what is, uh, what is your sexual upbringing? Like, uh, you were saying that you grew up in Sackville, solid place to grow up in. Fuck. Yeah. It turns out (laughs) pretty sketchy. There's some gems. There's some gems that come from Sackville. I got to say, uh, myself being one of them, but uh, growing up in Sackville, what's like, what's your, how did you get inter- introduced to your, your own sexuality? Um, I did a lot of exploring myself. I'm a very giving person and I always want to please whoever I'm with. So even though I knew my interests very young, I never really was open to asking for what I wanted until it was given to me. And then I was like, oh, this is great. I don't need to put up with shitty dick. Like. I because can get like, choked and tied up and mm-hmm. have fun. Did you that. not ask for that because you didn't know you wanted it? Oh, I knew I wanted it. Uh, okay. I just didn't know if the person I was with was comfortable giving it to me. So I was like, they'll ask for it if that's what they want. And even now being older, when I ask for it from certain people, they're like, no, no. Like a more- I'm not comfortable doing that. Like, you're too cute. You're too sweet. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. So so you so. were you knew you were into being dominated more than... Absolutely. I'm a very submissive person, even in my life. Like, I like my friends, like, telling me what to do. Like, yes, I'll pass you that glass of water. Mm-hmm. It's not sexual, but I'll still do it for you. And it makes me happy as a person. Right. Right. So I think it's, like, kind of projected into my sex life as well, where I like doing things for other people, being told what to do. And how I've d- liked that since I've liked sex. So. How did that start to present itself in a way where you started to realize that that's what you wanted and that you started to maybe request that, like, that's what you wanted? Uh, probably when people were telling me things that guys shouldn't be saying to me. I was like, oh, but I like when they say that. I like when they're more aggressive and ask me to, like, do things. And people are like, no, that's so bad. Like, you can't be a slut. And I'm like, 
I like acting like a slut. Yeah. Like, doesn't right. mean I have to sleep with the world, but I like being treated like a slut with the person I'm with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at a young age, I think, too, there's a lot of, I don't know, because I didn't really start having sex until I was almost 18, but I, I and I, and neither of my friends, but um, thinking about, like, oh, you can't say that because, like, that's, you know, that's slutty, or, like, that is degrading towards women, or that, you know, that's, like, perpetuates the gender norms of, like, sexuality mm-hmm. and physicality, and, and um, you know, I listen, like, to a lot of Esther Perel. She has got a podcast now where she talks to um, she talks to couples and, and they have like live therapy sessions. She's going to South by Southwest Friday. I know. <laughs> Did you see that? About that? Yeah, you told me I that. I sent you that. And are you coming to South by Southwest? Of course I am. Because it's going to happen. Okay. That's very exciting. I can't wait. South and by Southwest 2018. Sick Boy Podcast is going to South by Southwest, just in case you didn't know. If you didn't listen to my other podcast, Sick Boy Podcast, sickboypodcast.com. <laughs> and we're going to be going to South by Southwest, but Bridie's going to be on a bitch and road trip with her boyfriend for a little while and meeting me in Austin in March while we're at South by South. So if you're there too, if you're there too, and you want to be on the podcast for sure, but yeah. babe, if we can nail down Esther we can, Perel, we can nail her down. She's and a, get her on the fucking podcast. Quoted, she's quoted Frank in her book. They have a con- there's a connection there. Oh my god! And Frank lives in fucking Tucson, Arizona, which is not too far from Texas. Just <laughs> 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 like thousand oh, miles away. Okay. But we should hit up Frank and be like, Frank, we're going to we're gonna be in South by Southwest. Can we get Esther Perel on the podcast? I'm sure he's like her agent by now for sure. For sure, hundred percent. He was in, in, her, in book. her book. Yeah. He was in her book. Yeah. She might have been in his It's happening. He's got a book. But why do we start talking about this? Because I don't know. Oh, Esther Perel. You were talking Perel. about how you love Esther Perel. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> because she's like, of course you want to be dominated. Of course you want like someone why? to degrade you. Why be- does she say that? Because, well, I mean, not everybody wants that. But like the people that she'd say that to are people who they want that because they're in such a position of authority and power in their regular lives like that our, like mm. to be degraded or to be out of control and yeah. be submissive is like a huge relief. relief. Yeah, like Molly, our guest that we had on not too long ago. Yeah, absolutely. The, the submissive side of your financial advisor. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Her. That mm. was, I loved that chat. And, and it's just so funny too when it's someone like that. I mean, who is completely unassuming from the exterior. Like, you're just like, oh, this is, this is the person, these are the people in my neighborhood. (laughs) But then like, a lot of the (laughs) folks we have in here too are, are like, maybe people that would catch your eye like on the street because they have like wildly colored hair or tattoos or piercings and you're like, I bet that person's a freak. But it just goes to show (laughs) that you have really no idea because we've got some pretty tame, tame. But Laura, you like I mean, coming up early on, you yeah. would you consider yourself like a? Um, I, I mean, you know, Brady was just saying, of course you want to be dominated if you're working in this like very high pressure um, like job where you are you're holding down the fort and you're calling the shots and you're always the one that's dominant and in charge. And I'm just going to volunteer that, that a lot of women are that, not not even just at work, but it's like they are the ones that are, are carrying a lot of the load in their okay. households as well. Okay. And like 
a lot of emotional responsibility. That Does like, that resonate with you? No, that's not me. Like, I won't say where I work, but I definitely have more of like a submissive role in my workplace where I'm being told what to do by somebody else. Right. And getting to do that. And even in my life, everybody kind of just takes care of me. And I'm what never your, really... What about your upbringing? control person. Like family home sort of like situation. Very well nurtured, like yeah. white picket fence kind of style. Mom gave me everything I wanted. I don't want to say I was spoiled, but yeah. she, she could. So Interesting. She, <laughs> yeah right interesting but so and she still does like i have a very close relationship with my family and we're very like open and it's great so when so when did this entire sort of uh exploration into submissiveness start to really take place in a, in a place where you were like oh yeah here we go this is what i this, mm-hmm. like this is what i'm into like when did it when did it come to a a, a sort of peak I tried with my ex. He actually told me it wasn't what I was into, which I've never had before. I've never had someone look in my face and say, no, that's not what you're into. Why did he say that? I don't know. He was <laughs> He was just wrong. I, he's, he's a good person, but just some of the stuff he said was a little off. And, right. Good yeah. person, a little confused. <laughs> a little confusing at times, saying I didn't want something. But no, I definitely knew what I wanted. And when I finally felt comfortable asking for him, we explored it a little bit with like the rope side of things and that. Um, but when it came to more serious stuff, he wasn't really not into, into it. it. What does but more then, serious um, stuff mean? What, is it, what do you mean by that? I'm like, I like to be not, not forced into sex, but there's times when I'm like, when I'm just not really feeling it, where I like to be more pushed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if you push me a little bit more. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, you'll just get mad at me. And I'm like, no, but I want you to. Like, this is me giving you permission to push me and you won't. Like, we'd been together a very long time. I was very comfortable with this. And he just kind of shut me off on that. So, yeah, that's a, it. But, seems like a bit of a uh, fine line, maybe there a little it bit. It is. In terms I, of like, consent and like knowing what's okay and Mm -hmm. when it's okay. But that's why you have safe words too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like saying yellow when things are just kind of like not really there yet, but you're getting uncomfortable and then saying stop when it's like, no. Yeah. So if I'm telling you like, no, I don't feel like it right now, but I'm not being like, no, stop. Like, please don't. You Mm -hmm. use the red, yellow, green sort of standard. To an extent. Yeah. I've never really had to say. No. Stop I never that. have either and I and honestly I would, it's though. mostly because I have never implemented that with a lover before. I've yeah. never been like I it's always just been like okay that's too much and then it, and then it ends and I haven't you know I haven't gotten into talking about using those safety colors. Yeah. Used it a couple mm-hmm. times and it, it comes in handy I think for sure when you both agree that you're going to try something. You know like you have those times where it's like yeah, we're just like, we just woke up and I got to go to work and I have to be there in 30 minutes. But like, you clearly want to fuck. I'm down to fuck. Let's make this happen very quickly because there has to like, we got to go somewhere. I've got, I got to be somewhere. And you like, do your thing. It's probably not going to come up there. But it's, if it's like, we have the whole night, mm-hmm. we both agree that we're going to be diving into something a little bit different than we normally would. In those cases, it's it comes in handy. Like it's a pretty handy, nifty little sort of tactic to drop into your exploration because it's like you know, especially diving into like subdom type territory. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like words. Words are words are only 
can only go so far when you're actually in the territory of diving into that that mm-hmm. that territory uh everything's kind of up in the air mm-hmm. you know it's like you you can talk about it as much as you want but when you become like our friends the Ka and yeah. Ryan talk about like when you become fuck drunk yeah it's it is this like intoxication where you sort of lose yourself and to have that dialogue between one another is very important you know yeah you just grinned at me like as if I was what were you thinking I'm just thinking about um I'm thinking about anal and I'm thinking <laughs> about how that can feel really good but like you have to have a sort of exterior self you going, do yeah you gotta pull like, back hey yeah. that hold on a minute that might you might think you want that but that that's gonna come back to haunt you're you. gonna get some fissures <laughs> if you keep doing that yeah yeah, yeah exactly okay got it yeah. i'm with you uh I, it is and it's it's a useful the, the the reason why it's so useful is because and we've touched on this before but you know when people have one word that like one safe word I think that's the stereotypical safe word thing. It's like pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. And it's like someone yells pineapple. It's like, get your dick out of my ass, pineapple. It ends right there. Because it feels there. like you're shoving a pineapple. <laughs> yeah, it's like, get that pineapple out of my out of my ass, out of my urethra, please. Uh, but when you have that one word, it ends, whereas the red, yellow, green system, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a bit of like wiggle room there to be like, whoa, 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 just back off a little and we're still good. But what if your yellow is like watermelon? <laughs> yeah. And then your red is pineapple. Yeah. Fruit salad. Yeah. Fruit salad, fruit salad, fruit salad. Thankfully, I've never had to say it in the moment. It would probably sound weird coming off and being like, yellow, yellow. Yeah. But in theory, it's a good, in theory, it's a good it system for people that are exploring it and don't know what they're comfortable with or their hard right. limits versus their soft limits, That's which right. should obviously be discussed first. But not everyone does those things. So when was the last time you you had sex and it was amazing and it wasn't impeded by this uh, this surgery that you went through? Oh, goodness. Um, probably a month ago, because I was pretty sick right before my surgery. Like there was a couple days there when I was working, like I worked three 12 hour shifts and I was just puking all the time and I couldn't really do much else. And then I had surgery that following week and. But that was like probably mm-hmm. the last time I had really good sex where I got what I wanted and I was pleased from it. And do you have a do you have a consistent partner? Like was it There's somebody that I play with, yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. And so what did you play with him after your surgery? And and how did that like how did that go in terms of communication? You know, yeah. the reason why I'm so curious is because when I just had my surgery, it was like there there had to be this moment of like, okay, if we're gonna have sex it's going to be different. It's not going to be what we are used to. It's not going to be what we've communicated in the past. So like, was that a little bit like, how did that go for you? And and how did that work out? Definitely had to have communication. I'm letting him know that while I'm going to ask for it rougher, you probably shouldn't. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I really want you to beat me up but my surgeon is going to be angry if you do definitely don't punch me down around this area where I've got stitches that are still very fresh can you imagine them just exploding open (laughs) 
the problem is he's actually like a nice guy so he felt bad and didn't want to hurt me or anything so and that's fair but at the same time i was like no i want this like i'm asking for it like make me come oh so you still wanted to get like roughed around yeah oh yeah Oh, man, that's not good. That's not know, good for surgery. I'm, I'm listening. I'm being good. Or don't. Don't be doing that. Yeah. Give yourself another four weeks at least before you get into that shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to Four have, weeks. That's got, a little yeah. much. You got to have six weeks. Yeah. What's your body is fucking. I'm not getting tied up right now. Like that I said, I'm going to give at least six weeks for like that's a lot of constriction on my abdomen and just breathing and everything. Yeah. Good call. Um, Good I don't want to stress my body out per se, but people need to realize I've been so sick the last year. My body's been so stressed that this is the best I've felt. Right. So besides my incisions, I feel great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to play. I want to have fun. But is aside from your incision, not to get all fucking dad doctor yeah. on you, but like besides <laughs> your incisions, your internal body has taken a bit of a, a bit of a, transition a bit of a beating like you you've literally had parts of your insides that have existed in there for 25 years removed so the other parts of your body are going holy shit look at all this wiggle room we got like we're not used to all this space like i don't like it i wanted <laughs> yeah. to go back to the way it was before that's, that's right that's your internal organs that yeah. are inside of yeah, they're very, they, they, they're, they're very whiny. whiny they're very whiny <laughs> I'm pretty bad. I don't really think about that stuff. That's definitely a different daddy lecture that I'm used to. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> for <one>. sure. <laughs> well, Jeremy, yeah. you can't be everybody's daddy. I can't be everyone's daddy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. One daddy at a time. Um, I don't like to think about my internal organs and stuff. And I was very <laughs> gentle. Like Jeremy. I, I say I asked for a I rough. Don't. I get, so do you don't get weirded out, weird out by it? Oh, I do. I don't think about it. I get tripped out. Like, I cannot think about that there's this random space and things are just like, hey, I'm just going to jiggle what about here a little bit. My liver's just going to move on here a little you bit. So you don't put your hands on your belly and just move. Go- oh, I can feel it. Around. It's disgusting. Oh, like, fuck, no. I oh. lost so much weight from being sick, too, that I can, like, see everything. Like, my ribs stick out as far as my yeah. boobs in certain positions. <laughs> like, it's gross. Yeah. So I'm just, like, underneath there. I'm like, it's so weird. I what get about- super fucked up from that shit. I can't. Yeah, I can't like, think about it. So I had a zit under like i had this like ingrown pimple under my incision right above my pelvis and i was freaking out thinking i had a hernia where my fucking insides and you were know about what? to blast out of me and Folks, i freaked out that's what marriage is all about is it. your husband coming to you and saying can you look at this i think it's a hernia and then my and wife then- gets down on her knees right by my dick and instead of sucking me <laughs> off she just goes and just squeezes a pimple off my, off my pelvis that's love folks that's love that's uh, it. <laughs> I, I I don't know. What about the incision? What if like um, cum got on your incision? Would you be all weirded out by that? <laughs> yes, I would be incredibly weirded out by that. Like, Jeremy, future partners do not come on my incisions, please. Yeah, I mean, just uh, I mean, and just like rubbing oh. it in. I'm sure there's some vitamin A in there that's good for. I've been actually pee. using my cum as a test on. So I have seven incisions on my belly, yeah, and uh, four of them I've been rubbing cum on them, <laughs> and there's no difference at all. <laughs> <laughs> do you do it consistently though? Oh like, yeah, you daily, results, four or? times a day. I'm just okay. my balls are dry as fuck right now. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't have much come to begin with, so it's a it's a whole issue. Maybe you should try someone else's. <clears throat> yeah, I should experiment yeah. with different specimens. Yeah, maybe take some of Todd's home with you. <laughs> I'll just ring it out, Todd. If you're listening, just uh, use some of that extra cum you got there, buddy. Let's scrape it off the wall. Yeah. 
Uh, off the wall. Jesus Christ, what are you guys up to? Go <laughs> <laughs> come on the wall. <laughs> I'm going to try that. Uh, fucking Dave Chappelle. <laughs> come on the TV, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, what's your, like, what's the, the, do you have any, do you have any moments in your sexual life, Laura, where you've gone, you know those moments in life where you smack your forehead and you go, oh my God, that was fucking embarrassing. Either embarrassing for yourself or embarrassing for the other. What's the most like embarrassing sexual moment you've ever had? Oh gosh. Embarrassing for me would be when I asked a guy to tie me up and he just straight up said no. Right. Yeah, and that like was just denial. embarrassing for me because I asked something and I was just like, oh, you're like... You, you get denied. You get shut down. Yeah. yeah. So I was embarrassed for that because it was one of the first times I asked for something I wanted with a... Not a stranger, but a guy I'd been dating for a little bit. We hadn't had like kinky sex per se. And he just totally was not into it and then ghosted me. So that was fair. Oh, wow. Whoa, but, really? Yeah. Yeah. He probably just felt insecure, Whoa. to be honest. Uh, he said he felt too bad to... To like do those things, yeah. I was, that, too, I was too nice. What do you mean by <laughs> Apparently that? Apparently, I need to, to be a bad that, person. To be that <laughs> blows my mind. He only likes to tie up the baby. shitty women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. deserve the it. The one he goes, yeah, you deserve to be tied up. <laughs> you don't deserve what you. That's want. It, that. I mean, that kind of that. I guess no. You know, I get it. I get it. It's not for everyone. Being tied up, yeah, or tying someone up. Yeah. Here's my thing about I don't know. getting tied it's just up. Like, so if someone wants it, I like the idea of being tied up. Um, not in like a necessarily an artful way, like the mm-hmm. way T does, or the, the way that you do, and Jeremy, the way that you like to practice. I mean, I like that for sure. But the idea of like being tied to a bed, like in a position that I can't mm-hmm. move from, it has always been really appealing to me. But then when I think about it in the like the realistic terms am I just like am I like pretending like oh oh like Ooh, oh no don't oh, do no, that don't do that <laughs> yeah Ooh. Oh, because if 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 I am I'm gonna fight for real like I'm gonna really try to be th- like I gotta have these fucking ropes exactly yeah. but yeah no, I don't know it just seems like it's really hard to realize that because if you start doing that yeah the scene changes yeah that turns into a whole new play yeah <laughs> I'm definitely more of like a princess, so I'm like, no, like you can tie me up and like oh, no. do whatever you want. Yeah. Like Barbie. Are you into like getting suspended and shit? I tried suspension with T and I don't know if it was where I was sick or what, but I definitely left it on for too long and I felt like very it was, ill. Yeah, it didn't feel good. I was like, oh, I don't like being upside down. Yeah. To be fair, I puke when I'm standing up, so being upside down upside down is not like the best position for me anyways. I just but. realized how I got turned on to your social media. And it's it's one of the fucking most badass photos I think I've ever seen. And it's Stu Metz mm-hmm. fucking carrying you, basically. And you're like bound up. Yeah. And he's wearing some mask or some shit. And... It's the exteriors, right? These are yeah, exteriors. and it's it's super rad. Like, there's one photo shoot. in particular where you're basically just being like carried by rope, like a suitcase. By Stu, yeah, like by Stu. That's it. That's the fucking. Was this like was it that kind of like suspension sort of thing, or 
Or was it just a normal type of like normal harness? So when we do okay. like the shoots and stuff, like that's normally just like decorative, like rope art stuff that T does her thing. Like she's so talented that she creates like these different harnesses, and then Stu normally takes the pictures. Yeah. For that shoot though, she actually went and took the pictures, and uh, okay. he was carrying me and like putting me in the suitcase and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but when we did the suspension, I was being suspended from like a harness. Right. Like a real like hip harness and then a chest harness. Yeah. And then T just kind of did her thing. but. And it was a lot. It was a lot on the body. It was a lot. When you were asking yeah. this guy who ghosted you to tie <laughs> you up, uh, what were you like? What would you let's say Laura goes out on a Tinder date and assuming that you use tinder that's exactly what it was actually that was one of my first tinder dates and okay, it's like okay perfect yeah perfect so you Great go out on this tinder date yeah and you say i want you to tie me up what is your expectation there like what would you hope that he is willing to do if he's someone who's like totally green to the kink scene so if he's somebody that's not into it all, but was like into me enough that he wants to explore that, then I would just like show him basic things that I like, like just little column ties and stuff. Like, let's start just like tying my arms to the bed, like just do simple column ties or something like you don't need to go and do this intricate harness and take pictures of me right away on mm. a first date. Like that's not from a sexual purpose. I just want you to tie me up so I can't move. When you're and then go from there, yeah, right. So you would teach him the, you know, like uh, if he's like, I don't know what a double column knot is. Yeah, you just show him that. I'm very open. Like, just ask for what you want. I hate people that do not communicate that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just sit there like an asshole and just go, oh well, like no, and that's because you don't know what to do. Then ask me that because it could have been. It very well could have been that. Yeah. You know, instead of him not being into it, him being like. Intimidated. I'm going to say no because I don't know my knots. Yeah. That's you know, I haven't done my knots since beavers. And <laughs> so I'm not going to fuck with this. And so no, like that makes sense. I guess I don't find myself an intimidating person. <laughs> so I always expect it to come off. So like, mm. so you know, mm. maybe like, I shouldn't have been so aggressive and mm. taken it slow. Imagine if you could rate your Tinder dates like you can Uber. rate your Airbnb or your. Uber. I was Uber. thinking that yeah, yeah. Uber ratings. Oh man, that would be yeah. horrible. It would be awful. Actually, for some people, it would be awesome. Yeah. For some people, That's it would be not awesome. Well, I guess you know what though. I feel like my rating would be pretty good. You got to ask for feedback on yeah, things. You, you know, do. if you want to get better. Yeah. If you want to get better, I guess. Like, like if you're the guy who says, "Hey, can I come over and chuck it in your ass?" <laughs> and you give that guy feedback and say, "Hey, don't say that ever yeah. again to anyone." Mm -hmm. Then maybe he'll never say that again. He's like, "But it's worked one out of five <laughs> yeah, times. Out of five hundred times." Yeah. Yeah, that, that is an interesting uh, concept. I mean, there's the, the the thing about social dating apps is that there's it's not quite oversaturated yet. What are the two big ones? Tinder Bumble? and Bumble. Bumble, Bumble, and Tinder. Yeah. Name another one. <laughs> All right, perfect. You <laughs> couldn't know. name another one. Now there are other ones like Happen, and there's one. There's like a threesome one called like. Uh, I forget what that was called. It's like three, three, uh, thruple. Th no, Thrupple? no, no. It's, um, I'm going to look it up three, like 
I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a threesome one, but it hasn't caught on, and no, it's it's just it didn't do well, or it hasn't done well, especially in like a small town like here. Does Tinder do well? Is Tinder considered a doing well app? Oh my god, Tinder's the it's the it's it's the peak of the 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 pyramid for sure. <laughs> like Tinder's done better than I think. Tinder's bigger than Bumble. None of these. Oh, definitely bigger sure. than Bumble. Yeah. Bumble's kind of annoying, though. Like, I don't want to message you first. I want to see if you're going to message me something ridiculous. So then I can be like, no, easy peasy. Right, 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 right. Like, see, weed yourself out from Yeah. Me. I mean, the thing with Bumble, I think the thing with Bumble, the, the whole concept behind Bumble is that it gives the woman the... And it's funny that you say that because that is the very... That's a very, like... It makes sense for you that you go, yeah, no, I want them to message me first. Mm-hmm. But it gives the, I think it gives the woman the like impetus to go, okay, I'm in charge here. I'm the, the one who can say, yeah, I'm in control and I can say yes or no, even though I've said you're hot. Yeah, I've already said yes or no. I don't want the control past right. that point. So yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, if you swipe no, right, you. you know you're you're on that track. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. But the, did you find it? Three is it three leaf? Field? Field. Yeah. F E E L D. Yeah. F E E L D. Yeah. Field, yeah. So field hasn't caught on. Uh where was I going with that though? Uh This is rating. the problem when I get drunk before fucking noon. <laughs> rating um rating your 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 date? Oh yes, right. Yes. So it's not oversaturated. No. There's only two heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. One truly heavy hitter, yeah. Tinder. And Bumble's kind of like making its way up there and people are, are I think a lot of people are preferring Bumble over Tinder from what I, the conversations I've had but there's room for someone to come out with one that incorporates this rating system yeah mm-hmm. and that's the way you weed out the f- fucking dummies right. out there like chucking in your ass guy <laughs> Yeah. Football football jock chucking in your ass, bro. I've only had three Tinder like nightmares. Oh, hookups. Yeah. Yeah, right. But how many Tinder like nightmare matchups like slash conversations have you had? Not that many either. I Sure, I, but you, you know, haven't used it for a I, lot. No, I don't use it a lot. And also I feel like this I know within a couple lines whether or not I'm gonna keep talking to someone or not. Mm-hmm. Like based on what they say. Like if they yeah. I'm sorry, but if they say L O L in their <laughs> message to me, that's I'm sorry, but I don't think you're very smart. What if they used capital L O L lowercase Z? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and say... Because I definitely don't do that. You're too young for me, if you do that. <laughs> um, I tried to bring them over to my side by saying, like, ha-ha, about something. And then if they persist with the LOL, then... You're like, bye. Yeah, I know I don't later, even... Bye. That's when I ghost. Yeah. <laughs> if you LOL me, I'm ghosting you. What about your emo- Do you Are you an emoji user? No, not until I really know someone really well. And they know... Really? That, yeah. Are you an emoji user? I feel like nothing makes sense without my emojis. Mm. Like, I'm really bad for right. that. Because I have a hard time, like, I'm scared. I'm always scared someone's going to take something the wrong way. I never I th- want to offend somebody. So I'm like, if I put a smiley face, you know, I mean that, like, happily. Uh-huh. This is really funny because I feel like I'm right in the middle, which mm. is where I am in terms of age between the two of you. Yeah. I'm right in the middle where it's like, sometimes I like to use an emoji, but mm. sometimes... I like to see if you just fucking can understand my emotions <laughs> without the use of it. Yeah. There's a new one on iPhone. It's my new favorite. And it's it's the shush emoji. And no. it's this little... Oh, my God. I'm going to show you right I now. It's this little fucking face. And all he's doing is shushing. And it makes me... It makes me laugh so fucking hard. 
Here, look at this. I recently discovered I have a black-haired princess. That made me happy. Ah, so on your... She was always blonde on my phone. Oh, yeah. And now she has black hair. Look at this guy. I needed that recently, actually. I had a guy message me, and he was calling himself Grandpa. Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. I was just like, you you need to stop. I put the Ooh. block sign a bunch and the old man emoji. I was like, no. It's like, don't do that. Don't do don't that, Don't do please. that, for sure. <laughs> Instantly ghosted. Like how? He was going, Grandpa thinks you should come over. <laughs> exactly it. He was like, come oh. to Grandpa. And I oh. lost how, it. How old was he? Like, my age. So he's 25. My grandparents are oh. dead. So you talk about grandparents. And I'm like, oh, like my poor nanny. Not, oh, I'm so turned on even the whole daddy thing i can't really get into at times it It all depends um like i get it from a caregiver point but i'm not always the most into it but definitely not grandpa if he's listening grandpa if you're listening come on turn (laughs) me on into it because i want to talk talk about about that that. yeah Yeah, that sounds interesting yeah Yeah, come to grandpa grandpa will take care of you yeah i'm gonna try that with becca and see what she does Let me know if it works or not, because I definitely She's was not into right it. listening right now, and her vagina just dried up real bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine playing that game. Well, it, there's a like James Cantor says, there's a lid for every pot. There's people out there that love that stuff. There's someone out there wanting to be your granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there definitely is. Oh, no, but that was just it, too. So then he followed it, and like... Almost, they called me grandma in a sense. I was like, oh, so we're like... Oh, so he was looking for an older woman. Yeah, like, I think he just wanted... Arthritic sex going. (laughs) And I feel like I'm 80, so that's fair, but, like, (coughs) don't call me out on it. That's really funny. Is there... uh, Where's the ghost? Is... Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that we haven't, like, dived into that you're hoping we would would touch on? We blasted through an hour. Wow, that's wild. Already. It goes by quick. I know, it's fucking crazy. It's by quick. Oh my gosh, no, I don't know. You put me on the spot. Um, Anything that you were like, before you came in, you were like, fuck, I, I hope we talk about this, or I can't wait to talk about this. There doesn't have to be an answer. It can mean no, too. No. Sweet. Yeah, I like just being asked things. That's okay. Yeah. That's right. That, yeah. yeah, that's right. That is you. Yeah. <laughs> that is me, yeah. That's what I, you want. I'm very indecisive. Like, you got me to pick something, terrible at it. Tell me what to do. Ask me something. I got you. You got it. What do you, like, what are you most jazzed up for in terms of, like, when you're 100% healed back to normal? Having my normal sex life back. So, being able to be choked and tied up and be restrained again. Right. Being able to crawl around on the floor and being... Being a good girl. What's the crawling around the floor? Like, are you, uh, do you do like the, the pet play thing? I'm not into pet play, no. I don't know if it's because I have so many animals that, like, <laughs> if my pets are around, I'm like, here's my cat watching me be a cat. Like, it's Your not cat's really. Like, oh, I didn't not know really you were into that. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, okay. But I'm definitely into that submissive side where, like, you have that much control over me that I will sit at your feet and, and right. meow. <laughs> Not meow. You can pet me and play with my hair. And but... use the litter box. <laughs> cat's like, hey man. I always wonder that. So if like people are in like their cat zone, do they have to use? I bet. I bet a litter box. There's a lid for every pot. You, have you ever been to a grown-up's house and they have a sandbox in the backyard? And yeah. kids? What do you think that's used for? Yeah, that's kids exactly. don't give now a fuck you know. about sandboxes. No, they don't. They want swings and slides. 
Yeah. Well, Again. <laughs> this was, uh, Laura, this was really fun. I'm glad we got to get you in here and have this little, like, super fun, random, random silly chat that goes all over the place. This is one of my favorites. This is, yeah. this is why I love That is podcasting. my personality. I'm very, <laughs> yeah. very random all over so the place. So random. Uh, and thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back next week, as we always are, with another fantastic episode. And in the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe, rate, review, and tell one friend. No more than one. No less than one. One exactly. <laughs> that you listen to the podcast and that they should too. And uh, you can hit us up on social media. You sure can. Instagram, Sunday Bunday, send us your buns. Yeah, you're putting a good one up today. I don't know what the ratings are. It might get taken down. It was oh. a bit. It was a risque one. Oh, okay. the quote. Oh. You're gonna fucking love the quote. Okay, I can't wait. Did you wait. see it? No. It's about a rose. It's yeah. good. Okay. I, oh, I saw that. I found yeah. the quote. I was with. Uh, I was at Good Robot having some beers. Rebecca, a good like a, a big fan, turned me on, and also a big patron of of Good Robot. I was like, help me find a quote. Immediately, we both saw it, and she was like. Holy shit. And I went, oh my God. And it was the perfect quote. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So go check it out. There's a rose and a butt and you'll know when you see it. <laughs> you can also reach out to us on our website. If you are interested in being a future guest, whether it's uh, in Halifax or maybe in Prince Edward Island or maybe in Austin, Texas. Austin, we're Texas. Coming What's there up? Soon. We coming. And, uh, or just shoot, shoot us a brain boner because we yeah. always love taking a... Uh, run at your questions and answer yeah, them do. to the best of our um, limited knowledge. And uh, we are absolutely fucking stoked to call ourselves a podcast of the Entertainment One Podcast Network. Uh, they just switched over a little while ago. This is actually, well, it's been a while ago now since this episode came out, but uh, the Entertainment One Podcast Network, check them out at Entertainment Podcast Network. Dot com or something like that Entertainment One Podcast Network I don't know fucking just google it you can find it there's a bunch of great podcasts Sick Boy Podcast is on there as well what's up uh, and that's it for this week until next week go fuck yourself What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.